Dekanami. How do I know we're talking about small colts that it would be a tsar for them to have to feed from the ground? Because it says in the same Raisa, Diktani, Dekanami, Diktani, Dumya, Dekemia, Shmamina. And why do we have a Kamiya? What's the whole thing of the Kamiya? Is because of a sickness. That's real, that's real tsar. Okay. Okay. Although the behemoth can, well, we'll see more about that now. Oh, mama. The Bryce has said, below Kamiya, uh, so it is now with the, the, the um, Nun Gimel Amid Bey on the top. Oh, mama. Below Kamiya. Afapishu Mumcha. The behemoth can't go out with the Kamiya around its neck, right? The Kamiya, we know, is, is like Kabbalistic writings, Shamos, that somehow heal. Can't go out. Even though it's mumcha, even though it's tried, true, you know, tried and proven to do to work, but but that's share because we have a, a missional later on in Samach that says velo mumcha. You can't go out on a kamiya that's that's not tested, that's not proven. dummy, but it sounds like from there that mumcha would be okay. No, hachinami. I mean, no, not not no. I agree. Hachinami. Here, we're not talking about a mumcha dika kamiya. We're talking about she'ena mumcha. But uh, Gemara says v'hafapishu mumcha katani. It's not what it says in the brayse. It says it's a mumcha. No, what it means in the brayse, it's really neino mumcha. But it's a mumcha for an adam ve'ino mumcha lebehema. It's been tested. And proven to work for an Adam, but not proven to, and that's what the price means, Afapishu Mumcha for an Adam. But for Behema, it's not proven. Ask the Gemara. What? No, the other question would be, well, why do you even ask, why do you even mention it? If it's, if, if it's not proven effective, uh, even if it's proven effective, right? But we're talking, if it's proven effective for a man, for a person, fine, but we, we're talking about an animal, so I mean, what's the point if it's proven effective for a man, but not for an animal? The, um, the Gemara. Mm. Why do you even mention it that way? You know, just say, well, if it's not proven effective for an animal, forget about a person. It's not proven. Well, effective okay. Well, let's let, let's read. I, I think the next two lines look will answer your question. Ask the Gemara: Is there such a thing like that? Is there such a thing that's tested for an Adam, but it wouldn't work for a behema? Now, Mepharsha, I'm bothered with this. Who, who asks on here on this? Um, um, the Ritz, I think. Mepharsha, I'm bothered. What does that mean? Even within a person, there are certain medicines that work for one disease and not for another. So what do you mean? Uh, you can have a medicine that works for an Adam and doesn't work for a Behemoth. The Gemara is asking you as if to say, well, anything that works for an Adam should work for a Behemoth. But that's not the reality. So what they, we've shown them explain, get who says it, um, is Mumchala Adam means the, not the medicine, but the person. This person who's a Mumcha in healing if he's a mumcha lodam, he's probably a mumcha, you know, 
for a behemoth. He knows what's necessary to a behemoth. Probably like that. But anyway, answers the Gemara. Yes, there's a difference. Something that might work on another won't work on a behemoth. Why? In. Yeah, that's true. Because Adam is le mazla misayele. And Adam has a mazel. Rashi says, a malach shalom. Umeilitzalov. He has a malach that's that's gonna be meilitz tov for him. And that's why a medicine would work for an Adam, but Bahima the Lesle Mazla Lomasayala. Bahima doesn't have such a thing, and therefore the medicine won't work. Other Meiri says interestingly that what it means here mazos he has an intellect man has an intellect has a seichel and since he's going to be seimech on the medicine the medicine will work like the like a placebo effect because he has he believes that this is going to work to be eerie here it's interesting i have to look that up i saw it quoted since he thinks it's going to work so it works. A behemoth doesn't know what you're doing. So it's not thinking that it's going to work, and therefore it doesn't work. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. If you're telling me at the end of the day, this is important. At the end of the day, what do we have here? A behemoth can go out with something that's proven a mumcha, but it can't go out with something that's not a mumcha. What do we mean in our in the Bryce when it says a mumcha was a mumcha la'odam, but not for the behemoth? You understand? You know, it's at the end of the day, there's no difference between an odom and a behemoth. Both can go out with a kamiya that's a mumcha, and both can't go out with a kamiya that's not a mumcha. So the Gemara asks, then, but that's not what the Bryce says. The Bryce sounds like the behemoth is more chumadik than an odom. Answers the Gemara, Mi Savris You think that statement is going right back on what immediately precedes it, which is the Kamiya issue? No. Asandal Koi. Asandal. Abema can't go out with a sandal because they sometimes fall off. And you might end up carrying it. But our shoes stay on. We're not worried they're going to fall off. And therefore, a man can go out with shoes on. No, I think it's what it is, is um, the way I see it, right? So if they say the shoe falls off from an animal, it, it doesn't think of going back and put it on, right? So so the owner will have to pick it up and carry it uh, for Amish and the Susa Robin to put it back on. With, with oh, the sandal falls okay. off, it's still okay, tight good. in the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I hear I hear that might be the shot here. In other words, a man is going to have to, they can't go, pick right. up its, right. this, this, what do you call those things? Um, the, um, hoof. Is that a hoof? Yeah, don't they play with it? Yeah. Isn't there a game you try and get a around? A horseshoe. Horseshoe, right. The horseshoe. The man is not going back for its horseshoe. Right. But, but a man, so the man is going to pick it up and carry it. Those are with the mantles, aren't they? Huh? Aren't they with nails into the hoof? Yeah, but it can't be. Must be. Must fall off. Let me see what he says here. Yeah. 
No, this part we're talking about something temporary. Mm-hmm. All right, maybe. I guess it could still fall off. You're right. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. They knock it around. The rock. The the. the... Right. Yeah, okay. Very good. Yeah, I like that shot, Michael. Okay, fine. Weiter. Toshma. Sach in the Mepharachisin Lo'odom. You can pour oil on, on a person. Um, and Mepharachisin Rashi says you can, like, kind of scrape off a scab <coughs> on Shabbos. I guess you make sure you don't bleed. <clears throat> but you can't do that for a behemoth. Again, can't do it. Are we not talking about a and as a maka, and you want to do this for tsar? remember? The Mardaz is allowed to be put on on Shabbos because it's Tsar Behema, Tsar Achamar, who's always cold. Now we're saying you can't, you know, use these things, oil, or take off a scab, even though Behema have Tsar because of the Tircho. What's going on? Lo. We're not talking about a Maka. The Gomar Maka. The Maka's already healed. Umishim Tainig. And this is purely for Tainig of the Behema. And for Tainig, you can't be Matriach. Now, Rashi points out, though, that's according to Shmuel. But Rav, remember, said you can put the Traskel on the Behemoth, right? Right? For Tainig. And this is what? This is a, this is a Brysa. Again, Rashi says here, Rav, Tana, Upalik. So here we're going to have to employ that principle again, because Rav says that Tainig is, is good enough. This price is saying not. Toshmam behemoshoch is a dam. Ain't my meaning to sober my imbishvil shit. It's tiny. A behemoth that got congested with dam, some kind of you know disease, and you want to put him in a in a some water. You can't do that. Again, tircha. Um, but adam shoch is a dam, but a person. Can do it. You can put it. A person can go in the water for himself. Okay, but he can't be matriach for his behema. Amar Ula, gezera. Even though, even though, even though it's a uh, tzad, that's the, that's the uh, kasha. Um, Yilachayra. Yeah. No, he. You know, he says that. He says. Yeah, um, right. Rashi says it. Alma filutzal nami osir. Yeah, important, important. Thank you for pointing that out. Here's another right. kasha. That's the kasha. Again, bein l'rab, bein l'rab, bein l'shmuel. That tsar of behemut seems not to be enough to be matriach. Answer the Gemara. That's not the reason. Amarula gezerim mishum shrika samamonim. This is refuah for the behema. You can't do refuah on Shabbos for a behema either, because. We know Rafu is also because you might come to grind out herbs, and grinding is an iser de orisa. 
Well, what, what, but the same thing applies to person, no? Beautiful. You're Right, you're on the ball here. The next three words of the Gemara. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference? And then what's the difference? Adam can't take medicine either. Because by a person, and this is a principle, this is a said, we can't take medicines only if they are strictly used for medicine. Things that a healthy person would do, even though that's not your intention, you can do. And we had this in Brachas. Remember the Shemen on Negron? You could, over there, but there's a case over there that people, even healthy people, use it, and therefore it's not really your refua, and it's okay. So here too. Adam near a kameka. It looks like when you put Adam into some cold water, he's just cooling off. Ask the Gemara, then, then the same for Behemoth. nami near a kameka. No. Ain't maker la Behemoth. That's not, that's not the Derek Rashi says for Behemoth to cool itself off in a water like that. And therefore, everybody knows. That he's, if you do this for the behemoth, you're doing it for refuah. And if you're doing it for a refuah, people will become, come to, might bring them to the east of the Arisa of Shrika Samamonim. Okay, so no raya from here. The reason you're not allowed to put the, the behemoth in the water is not because it's a tircha, but because it's refuah. And you can't do refuah. For a behemoth, I think we don't paskin this way. I think we paskin, yeah, I'm pretty sure, that but by a behemoth, since a person's not so, you know, bohol over his, the health of his behemoth as he is over his own health, he's never he's not going to come to do shrika samonim. So you're allowed to actually, yes, yeah, he brought, a, I think Rav Medloff brought this. He brought a chazonish that you can give medicine to um, to a behemoth on Shabbos. You don't have to worry. There's no nobody's going to, it's not going to bring you to do that. You're not so overwhelmed and so confused over your behemoth's health. Okay? Baiter. Although this Gemara sounds like there is a problem. This, this, this price of it. Ask the Gemara, will the behemoth be guys reading? Are we geyser for behemoth? That you can't do a out because of Shrika Samamonim? If a behemoth is standing outside the chum, you can call the behemoth the behemoth walked outside the person's truck. You can call the behemoth and it comes. We're not worried that you're going to come to go out of your trums to get your behemoth and bring it back. So the Gilead Ashas is bothered here. Bishlema, when you tell me, I'll be geyser because I might do an Isidia What's the raya from here that we don't not geyser because you're allowed to call to your behemoth and we're not worried that you're going to bring him back and what if you brought him back 
you'd be over on Tchum, which is only the Rabbonin. So maybe that's why. Maybe that's that's the Gilean Hashanah. right here. He asked the Kashi. He leaves it. He leaves it to Bible Shver. What's the Gemara's questioning? The Gemara said, "Do we are, are we Geizer Behema? You got a Geizer Rafu Al Shikas Hamon? We're not Geizer. Did he can call to his bed Behema? Even though it's beyond its Chum, and he might go and do it Biadayim. That's that's only the Rabbanim. So maybe doing that." Yeah, maybe there we weren't geyser, but for the right, so we will be geyser. It can be mechalik between these two cases. Okay, Omar, Omar Avina, but the Gemara asked the question that why is there no gzera here? I answers Ravina could go shoya tchum shelo move lebesok tchum shelo. Means the behema, even though it was his behema had a different tchum than he did. Now, usually the tchum of the behemoth is like the bailam. But here, the bailam gave it over to a shepherd. And it's, it's a roam yuchat. It's a specialized shepherd that deals with these things. And the tchum of the behemoth becomes the tchum of the shepherd. So when this bow called to the behemoth, um, he was allowed to walk to that behemoth. The behemoth, he was in his own tchum, and he could even walk to the behemoth and brought it. But the behemoth was outside its tchum. The, for the behemoth to come to him would have been meant that the behemoth would be walking outside the behemoth's tchum. And why was he allowed to do this? He was allowed to do it because as long as he doesn't take the behemoth out of its out of the behemoth's tchum, the yodayim, it's okay. Let's hear it in Rashi. You got Rashi? The behemoth has the same raglayim so to speak, that's the expression used in the Gemara for Tchumen, that wherever the Roa can go, the Behemoth can go. Vizeah Korila, and who's calling for the Behemoth? The Baal of the Behemoth. Vyocholelech. The Baal can, can go. Kagonshu Shobas Korov Leosor Makom. The Baal can, that's a place where the Baal could have walked. Kagonshu Shobas Korov Leosor Makom. Afilo Hachi. Nevertheless, since the behemoth is outside its tchum, once it's outside its tchum, it can't go more than dalad amos. Nevertheless, you can call to it. A person can call to a behemoth even though it's calling the behemoth and calling and causing the behemoth to go outside its tchum. But he didn't do it, biyadayim. He just called it. That's okay. As long as he doesn't do it, biyadayim. And that's what's going on here. So there's no call for xeris here because we're not talking about the bow in danger of leaving his tchum. That's not what's going on here. And Rav Nachman by Yitzchak Amar, Shrikas Ammonim is Gufa tonight. Ah, yeah, I forgot the Gemara. 
I told you the Gemara before sound like it shrikas someoneum applies to behema. That's a kmachlokas tanoyim, and we paskin not. It does not apply to behema. Tanoi the tani behema shalchol karshinim behema ate too much karshinim, and he got a stomach ache, and it's um, and you wanted to work it off and to expel it, so you're running around the chutzer. Can't do it. Tanakama says, Lo You can't run it around the chutzer so that it should heal itself. Rabbi Hoshia Mati. See the little dollar is by Rabbi Hoshia? He says it's muta because by there's no zera like we explained by Shrikas Kramonim. We people who get sick, we're going to grab anything we can to heal ourselves. There's a danger of Shrikas Kramonim. But for Abahima, we're not so, you know, crazed, and it's not going to lead to Shrika Samonim. Dorash Rava, Halacha, Karabi, Oshia. Ah, Gemara says itself also. Halacha is like Rabbi Oshia. And so, if you have a dog and it's sick, feel free to give it medicine. Amar Lo yeitze azov bekishalo. Azov can't go out with something around its aver to see how many reis it has. Below Ezim, we're going to focus on this. Below Ezim, Bekis Shebedadehem. And the Ezim can't go with some kind of protection around the udders. I, the hot, and that's, that was the Brysa on Omer Aleph. The hot Tanya, we have another Brysa that they can. Yoitzis Ezim, Bekis Shebedadehem. Omer Aviyahud, it depends. Lokasha, hot the Mahadek, hot the Lo Mahadek. Depends. Is it fastened on well? Then it can go out. If it's not fastened on well, you're afraid it'll, you know, it'll fall off and you'll end up carrying it. So we have these things, you know, a couple of principles here that we have to keep in mind when it comes to the behemoth. This idea of falling off and maybe you'll carry it is this idea of, can I do this tircha yaseira, you know, for a behemoth? Or the bell case, does it look like I'm going out to the marketplace? With the bell around, right? We have a bunch of like ideas here on this one daf to keep in mind when we talk about behemoths. Um, that's one shot. Rav Yosef Omar, why did you have to have Rav Yehuda answer? One Bryce says it's fastened, one it's not. Tanoi shoklis me'alma? What did you remove all the tanoim from the world? It's a machlaka tamon. Tanoi. Ditnan. Tsurus means with this kiss. So the Tanakama holds uh this is our Mishnah, right? This is our Mishnah, right? Go back to the Mishnah. Nun base on the base on the bottom. The Tanakama held Um Izim Yotsos Tsuros. They can go out with this kiss around their udders. Rav Yosi in our Mishnah. Oh sir. All the things mentioned on Mishnah, Rav Yosi. Asers, except harachelis hakavunos, the 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 sheep that are. Uh, we'll see what kavunos are. Um, and Rav Yehuda Omer, third sheep in our Mishnah, isim yotzos tsruus liyavesh avolech lo lechalev. Depends. It depends. Why do they have this kiss around the udders? If it's to dry them out, then that's okay. But if it's to collect the cholov, that's not okay. 
Now, Rashi on the Mishnah, there's a bunch of things here. What does it mean, liyavish? Rashi on the Mishnah said, liyavish means to dry up the milk from the udders. Um, and to do that, you have to fasten it very well. And therefore, there'll, no, there'll be no danger of it falling off and the danger of, and won't be, and you'll carry it. But when you, when, when you want it for the milk, you're not going to fasten it that well, and you might end up carrying it. That's the, what Rashi says in the Mishnah. Here, Rashi says, Liyavesh, um, Kind of he says the same thing here. One second, yeah. Mahadek Shapir, yeah, it's, it's fastened on well. Yeah. Okay, Tesis has problems. That's what I was thinking of. Tesis has a different shot. All right, let's continue on because the hour is late. Um, all right, so you got this three way Machlaikis. Tanakama says you could put this kiss on. All cases. Rabbi Yossi says no kiss. And Rabbi Yossi says this compromise. If it's tightly on because you want to dry up the udders, the milk. Oh, yeah, what was the reason for drying up? That's, that's Rashi said on the Mishnah because, yeah, Rashi said in the Mishnah, I just missed it, that they, um, they, they make them more, um, they, you want to impregnate them. So they have to dry up the milk once they're, if they're nursing, I guess them, they can't get pregnant. Or um, they're fatter. They get, if they're, if they're not nursing, if they're not, you know, producing milk, they become, you know, fatter to eat, you know, nicer to eat, more plump. Um, and then he brought the other shots. Sometimes you want to collect the chalav. The three pshatim, well, no, that's the two pshatim on the yavesh, either so that they should conceive or fatten it up. And then the chalav is you're collecting the um the, the milk, okay, which Rashi says that here, and Taisa says if that's truly the reason, then that should be a masui. And Taisa learns you put it on lechalov, it means you put it on so that the chalov doesn't fall down to the ground, not to collect it and carry it. Okay, we'll go to the two dots, maybe we'll stop here, it's late already. Um, let's go to the two dots. Tanya Amarav Yehuda. There was a Misa, the Yizim had very, I guess, big udders, and they made a protecting, protective pouch so the thorns shouldn't scrape, shouldn't scratch the udders. Okay. So, Lagabe, this Kisim. Of the day of the Yizim, we have a you know three way machlokas in the Mishnah. Three way machlokas. Um, 
We stop here.